Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing the Dragonborn fighter, Juliet. And Caleb. Hi, Kevin. It's Caleb. I'm Amante Carver, the warlock. And Shane. That's me. I am Shane. I am a bard. That is, I'm bad at combat. That's what I do. <laughs> and John. Hey, John. I am playing Tivit, Slayer of Young Boys. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds that sounds I, even I, weirder I, than I, what it should be. And not I just a slayer. I slay those young boys. <laughs> oh, Slam. they fall to the ground when they see me. Leviosa. <laughs> and Oliver. I am Oliver. I'm, I will be playing Vito, the three-year-old with a temper. All right. So last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast. Uh, you guys got in a fight with uh, Mama Lynn. I uh, knocked some toddlers unconscious. You talked your way out of that. Um, yes. <laughs> um, Mama Lynn uh, starts running towards the woods trying to escape, and she just gets bristled with arrows uh, by some Red Talons assassins. Uh, they escape into the Witching Woods, which you uh, lost them. And then uh, you did a skill challenge to try to find their trail again, and uh, you lost that and ended up walking into a clearing of uh, goblins that we still aren't for sure whether or not uh, they were hostile or just surprised by you, but you know, you killed all, all of them except for one anyway. Um, you found the trail um, going through the woods and were eventually able to find the Shrine of the Raven Queen, uh, which you find yourself now. Um, so now you are out in this, uh, clearing, um, that seems to be probably about, I don't know, 75 yards, uh, a hundred yards off of this trail. And, uh, what you see in front of you is a tomb that uh, appears to be made out of this, uh, worn, uh, ancient, dark, weathered stone it appears to be about 10 feet tall and 10 feet wide, about 15 feet deep. There is a three-foot-tall statue of a raven on top of it looking down at you, and it has those uh, eyes that seem to follow you no matter what angle you're looking at it. I'm going to walk behind it immediately. <laughs> Does it have a blind spot, or is it like on the side of his head? Are the eyes on like the side of the head? They're kind of like on the side of the head. Aww. <laughs> I want it to shift. But, I mean, they're, they're like stone eyes. It's not like they're not animated or anything like that. <laughs> Oh, I see. I get you. It seems to fall. I look for a, a sacrificial altar to sacrifice Goblin Number Eight to the Raven Queen. Did we? We already let him go. Yeah, we like let him go or killed him. I wanted to keep him, but you guys were like, no. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, had cooking skills too. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, really. He'd be good intern slash slave. <laughs> <laughs> Summer funner. Um. Yeah. Goblin's gone. He's out of here. Right. I say we go inside slowly and carefully. Okay, everybody, give me a uh, perception check. Nine. <laughs> I perceive with a roll of a nineteen. I mean, your perception can't go lower than your passive perception. Right. That's ten. Debatable. So 15. I have 11 right now. I got a 15. Okay, so is anybody's passive perception 15? No. Uh, okay. So Oliver, um, as he approaches the door, looks down, and it appears to be there's some dirt and leaves that have been kind of like moved out of the way. It appears that uh, uh, they've been moved outward. So you think that uh, someone's probably already been down here. Um, and that the the doors swing out. Uh, I I literally rolled a nineteen. Is that? Then you oh. see it too. Okay. I was I just uh, I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was part of it. Got lumped in with the text Old of the thing. note that I reposted. Uh, I got you. You want to you want to read that note? Mama Lynn's note. I don't remember if uh, we knew where, who she had addressed it to. Apparently, to her son. I have the delivery. They know. Three men arrived this week asking right and the right and wrong questions. I put an end to their queries. They were from Kala. I can only surmise they knew that Terran sent your prize here for my keeping. It is not safe here. I've headed in the witching woods off, off the road between here and Hedgedale, making an offering to the Queen of Death to find what you seek. I'm sure you know her shrine. May we live forever under the shelter of our mistress's wings. End of note. Can make some good fanfic, some slash fic off that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, give me a, uh, a history check. Oh, I'm sure I know a lot about that. I am a historical fellow. Nineteen. <laughs> Fifteen. What about passive history? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Where would the that. cutoff for that be? Like fourth grade, right before you get to long division. <laughs> <laughs> So everything that you know up until fourth grade is passive history. George Washington actually did have one. Tivit would know that uh, this shrine is pretty ancient. Um, Thanks, Julia would know more. <laughs> yeah. In the area, followers, <laughs> and e- followers and even non-followers will at least pay some lip service to the Raven Queen. It's mainly because there's uh, necromancers out in this area uh, that have been known to be practicing in the Witching Woods because it's so isolated. And um, so people don't go there, so they get to do whatever, you know, experiments or raising the dead that they want. And uh, people around this area will pray and make offerings to the Raven Queen in hopes that their loved ones won't be, like, dug up or, you know, turned into undead. Okay. Uh, that's pretty bad. Yep. It's likely to be bad. bad stuff here. As you approach the doors, there's um, some writing on the doors. Uh, there is, appears to be some inscriptions in uh, a lot of different languages. Some of them you know and some of them you don't. But in common, um, which would be the easiest uh, for you to read, it says, Hold no pity for those who suffer and die, for death is the natural end of life. Hmm. Not common. Duggan, turn undead. <laughs> Duggan, quick. Duggan says, Well, uh, I haven't seen any undead yet. Yeah, I don't, yeah, think, I can, I don't think I can intimidate this, this uh, statue thing. I don't think I don't think I'm able to do that one. 
I have a feeling that a god or a representative of a god probably doesn't have much to fear, especially on her home turf. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep, I failed my yeah. intimidation roll. <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. You failed to intimidate the ethereal god. Uh, so what are we going to do here? So go in slowly, quietly, weapons drawn. Offer praise okay. to a god other than her. We need we need coconut shells. Two halves. Holy hand grenade. Correct. Yeah, let's all. go ahead and carefully and enter the shrine. Correct. Who's going to be in front? All right. Let me make a to uh, search. I put my finger on my nose. Not it. <laughs> Don't screw up. Too late. So put your uh, characters over here in this area. Let's start the perception rolls and trap checking. What you mean? We should go in with at least a plan of some sort. Smash it. Kill them all. Take uh, the ring back. <laughs> I got a, a whole eleven. Wow, Shane. Uh, can we at least have someone who can do thingies with doors and traps? That's a twenty-three. I'm gonna be sensitive to. Okay. Twenty-three. Oliver's smelling the traps. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> but he can definitely tell what door they might have gone through. <clears throat> Yeah, he, he would be able to. Um, so you open these crypt doors and you walk down these stairs and um, you have this uh, kind of ancient pitted stone floor that's in front of you. Uh, there's the only light really down here is the uh, light coming streaming in through the door. Um, and then you smell like this really old musty smell. Like Delish. basement times three. Okay. Are there um, are there keyholes in it in the doors? Um, there are. Would it be possible to look through those? Uh, probably, but uh, yeah, go ahead, try. <laughs> uh, are is light coming in from each door or just a specific one? Just the door we came through. Oh, just the door we came through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I attempt to get look out through the me. keyhole on the door. Uh, which door? On this, the bottom right one. Okay. So give me a perception check. Sure. Alexander. My guy. Oh. Uh, uh, don't minimize this. My character sheet is being difficult. Uh, perception. Uh, I got an 11. Passive 11. Uh, you don't really see anything in here. I can't see any light on the other side or anything. No, it's dark. Okay. You also don't hear anything. Got it. Uh, I would like to imitate the same action on the other door across the hall. Okay. I'll I like a human is wandering around in the dark. <laughs> so, uh, still, yeah, your pass is 11. Uh, you don't seem to uh, see anything on this side either. It's just black. Okay. I... Uh, I do like a casual talk to the other people trying to not to be too loud as if uh, we should if I should put light on one of our items so that we can see yes, or if, we should, if we should uh, try and keep the stealth. Uh, it's going to be hard to be stealthy when you don't know what's in front of you. I, would I mean, like you guys have dim vision. I Most don't. Yeah, but you don't. <laughs> Neither do I. Go ahead I'm, and put I'm a low glow it. on something you got. Okay, I will. Why don't we just point the Because uh, that takes things. Plus, it causes smoke and can be kind of loud. Loud yeah. fire. Yeah, <laughs> and plus, 
Plus well, it like tastes striking the flint and steel and like the DM has allergies. We don't want to set off as exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll cast light on my uh, my crossbow. Can you do it on my hammer? I mean, it has like a twenty foot. Actually, let's do this. Put it on a so, bolt so you can fire it down if necessary. That's actually a really solid but idea. But then I won't be able to see near me. The bolt can still <laughs> be loaded. He didn't lose his light. <laughs> Good. I'll do it on that as well. I guess. Uh, let's go to spells. Let's click on lights. So what's the area that it covers again? 20 feet? Then dim light for an additional 20. Guys, okay, so 40 feet in general. Uh, aura 1, 40. Well, let's go, let's go 20. I'd probably leave it at 40. Can you, uh, decrease the opacity of that some? I don't think so. I can change the color, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they color. Look, I can it. make a disco. Could you dim the lights, but I can make a disco? See? Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, that better? Yeah, that, that looks better. Okay. You could probably make a second circle on that. I could. And then that would right. tell us where the bright light separates in the dark. Maybe not. Uh, that that, yeah, that looks super annoying. Yeah, that looks perfectly click on this. Let's click the darker one. Oh, there you go. That looks good. Yeah, so that... The inner circle is how the brightest light where we can see regularly, and then it's dim light afterwards. Uh, do you guys want me to just fire it through the room? So uh, then... Yeah, just hold on to it until you need it, I'd say. No, I have one on my crossbow. Oh, okay. You're on not going to be able to shoot a bolt through a keyhole. No, not a keyhole. Like through the, Isn't this core, Is this the end of the corridor, or is it just like something we can't see? Uh, the fog of war. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I could just fire it in there so that we can see fire down, down there. Fire down the hallway. Yeah, fire it down the hallway. Do it. Is that something that you're hole. doing? Huh? Is that something that you're doing? That would. Yeah, I was. I was just like clarifying what I was trying to say. Yeah, but I'm gonna fire my crossbow down the hallway with a light attached to it. So that's uh, what you see. Wee. Cool. What's, what do I see? Why are you, you don't go down there? Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> I I go down there. <laughs> that's how you step on traps. You don't know that. That, that is how you step on traps. They don't put it in the hallway. They put it on the doors. Everyone knows that. Okay, so um, I suggest we go through this first door right here. Let's, let's carefully get, open the doors all the way down the hallway, one after another. Systematic about this. Could wow. you, uh, could our thief or burglar take a look at the locks and keyholes and such for traps and needles? Yep, and what I'm doing in this door down here on the <sighs> the door to the <laughs> south. My is 13. Worthless. Yes. Worthless. So Worthless you're doing a perception roll on the door to the south? Mm-hmm. What's your passive? 13. Um, yeah, you, you don't um, really see anything like... Uh, what are you looking at specifically? Uh, just looking to see if there's... Tra- no, the the door does not appear to be trapped, as far as you can tell. All right. Can look at it. Yes, bring the dog, man. He should be able to tell if there's a trap. Door crook, motherfuckers. He, he sees <laughs> everything about that door. So I guess uh, Vito is like looking over your shoulder, saying, "I don't think he's doing that right." But uh, <laughs> you don't appear to see uh, any trap on the door either, Vito. Okay. Open right. it. Open it. All right. You opening the door? You know right. it. And it's the ring cloak closet. Skeletons. So you open up the door, and inside you see a room that is about 
20 feet by 20 feet, and inside are three skeletons. Skeletons? Well, excuse me, princess. (laughs) (laughs) Right never ends. So, let's, uh, and everybody roll initiative. I already did. (laughs) Wow, look at those 20s, damn. It only took me three tries, but it's fine. (laughs) I got a 17, that's pretty neat. Yeah, we're all rolling high today. We want ourselves. <laughs> we w- we all want to get ourselves some skeleton rib bone xylophones. <laughs> no, that'd be sweet. Spooky skeletons. Turn it into a musical. Yeah, right, Oliver. I saw that square. Go back to where you started. You do not collect two hundred two hundred monies. 200 monies. I never collect 200 monies. 200 bunnies. All right. So it Money. looks like, uh, Tivit, you will be going first. Okay. Tivit is going to go ahead. Sword's drawn. And. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> duck between these two skeletons. Dangerous position. Are but we need the room. <laughs> and he's going to attack skeleton number one. Team to hit. Uh, so you rolled a 14. 14 to hit. Okay, that will hit. And your damage yeah. is 5? Uh, 5. Okay. No sneak attack yet. And uh, which All one are you attacking? Skeleton 1. Okay. So make your second and attack. 14 to hit. That and is. that will be 3 more damage. Okay, so a total of 8. All right. Uh, next up, Alexander. That's me. That's my name. Is it? Um, kinda. I'm gonna move forward. I'm gonna use a bonus action to switch out my weapon. Okay. To a long sword. And then I am going to attempt to slash this guy. Uh, preferably going for his neck bone. What's that connected to? I rolled a four. You have advantage. Roll again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you oh, do yeah, have I advantage. Do have advantage. You're flanking. Whew, got a six. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Shane. Well, that'll do it, right, Kev? That's right. <laughs> uh, passive hit check. <laughs> Not so much. I assume basic competence. No. Fourth grade, uh, fourth grade uh, fighter school. So fourth next up recess. is uh, anything else you can do? Uh, I use my bonus action. I use my attack yep. action. I use I'm out. Okay. So That's about how my turns go. I move, I do nothing, and then I pass. So <laughs> next up is Duggan. He's going to move one, two, three, four, five. And that is all he can do. Yeah. Next my up goal is, is to get the combat encounters over as quickly as possible. So next up is skeleton number two. Yes. He is going to attack Tivit. And that is 12. That's going to miss. Uh-huh. Next up, Juliet. All right, everyone's running in this room. Uh, is there enough room to move through these guys? You can move yes. through. Uh, allies. You can move through. Allies. You just can't end your turn on them. The squares are like two. five feet, so. All right. So we'll move down to engage, and skeleton number one can take a slash at him. Slashing damage. I have no yeah. idea if it's good or not. We'll find out. I mean, I kind of wish we had clubs. I mean, th- I'm kind of your guy. <laughs> and eighteen. That's a hit. Or you seven slashing damage. Okay. You better hit Oliver. That will <laughs> take the skeleton down. Shatter their bones. 
Uh, that's it. Okay. Next up is Vito. I'm going to move one, two. Do not grapple the skeleton. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Grapple. <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> Go squeeze him real good. Yeah, I'm gonna squeeze him. Lightly what? grab his bone. That is an eleven. Yeah, that's gonna miss. Passive hit a thirteen question mark. Exactly. <laughs> Can I bash him with my shield, possibly? Mm, nope. You have a that's shield? A- yeah. <laughs> what? Yes, I, I have a I shield. I remember you having like a two-handed weapon or something. A what? <laughs> two-handed weapon. No, I I have a, a warhammer. I'm going to step forward. I believe it's my turn. Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to step forward into the doorway so that I have room to shoot at skeleton number three with my Eldritch Blast. Rolling a 12 to hit. Yeah, that's going to miss. That's still going to miss. I don't have much else to do right now, so I will call it a turn. All right. Skeleton Skeleton number three is up. Uh, He is going to move forward one and engage Juliet. AC 16. And that's a 17 for four damage. Ouch. Show me hot bananas. He'll be smelling the roses tomorrow. Next up is Tivit. Okay, Tivit is going to use his sneaky beating bonus action to disengage from Skeleton 2 behind Skeleton 3 and attack. Team to hit. Pretty good. Uh, that's a hit. So five to hit and four more on the sneak attack makes nine. He uses his second attack on Skeleton 3 for uh, 17 to hit. Thanks. Oh, and five more damage. Skeletons are not oh, drinking wow. enough milk. 14 on Skeleton 1. All right, that takes down Skeleton 3. Like, so, when, so, quick question, Kevin. Uh-huh. So, whenever these skeletons die, like, do they just, like, de-animate? Like, just, like, they just get hit and they're just, like, just, like, all the bones just come apart from each other and just crash on the ground? Yeah, the, the, the black necrotic light that fills their eyes and animates them winks out and then the bones fall to the ground. <laughs> but like I think it's really funny to think that the second that it hits and like the damage like gets through it just the momentum carries it so they're just like they just burst into a billion bones flying everywhere sure that's what you want it to that's, look like in your mind you can do that it's like man <laughs> or if, if Juliet wants to you know think that they turn into jello pudding pops it's fine too use your imagination son Yeah, anything is possible Jump on the magic school bus. I want to kill a god. You're just like, everything is possible. And then you like see him like look up thinking, and you're like, except that. And they're like, (laughs) aw. All right. Alexander. That's me. Bop, bop, bop. I will attempt to uh, hit this guy with my longsword. My Hanson portrait inspiring you. Nice. <laughs> I have advantage. You have advantage. I roll seventeen. Wow, nice. Okay, that hits. Good recovery. Damage check. Six slashing. Uh, next up is Duggan, and he is going to move one, two, right here, and he is going to pull out his mace and take a swing at this skeleton. This poor skeleton. We're like ganging up on him. And that corner. is a crit miss. Oh wow! Uh oh, who's gonna get hit this time? Yeah, so let's roll a twenty. 
Leave me alone, That's Brittany. Seven. So, uh, oh, hurt yourself. Uh, attack for one d six damage. Cannot take the attacker to zero hit points. So he, he is going to take uh, two damage. He pulls out his mace and immediately hits himself in the forehead. Yeah, or kneecap <laughs> or something. I feel like it's it's a nice <laughs> Yeah, he's flogging himself. Uh, skeleton yeah. number two is going to take a swing at Vito. And that's an 18. Ouch. That might... There's a possibility that my armor clack 17. Yeah. So you're going to take 7 damage. I mean, that's debatable. I'll just use my imagination. Next up is Juliet. Alright, let's finish this off. Blow this pop stand. Let's take a swing with the halberd. You said 7 damage, right? Oh, it doesn't hit. 7. Yeah, you took seven damage, Vito, and that seven okay. will not hit. Next up is Vito. I will. Some retribution, see. son. Yeah, let's whack him. That is a ten. Yeah, that's take not good. Take a second advantage. I'm, I'm. You have advantage. Oh, well, again. Try. <gasps> try again. Twelve. You are the weakest link. <laughs> You're one to fucking talk. <laughs> I hit my second one. I hit sometimes. It's like a one in four chance, but I get there sometimes. All right, that's a whiff. Uh, Monty, you're up. Okay, I, I try to parley with the skeleton. No, I actually <laughs> shoot it with my Eldritch Blast. Rolling a 12 to hit, which is probably not enough. Nope. Skeleton, what's your name? Wait, so, quick question on advantage. So does it have to be, like, for flanking, does it have to be, like, directly across, like, on the squares? Yeah, you because, have to be like, able to draw... Let me let me explain flanking. You have to be able to draw a line between you and two uh, and an ally through the enemy. Okay. Yeah, like out. Yeah. I would assume the center of the enemy. Got it. Yep. Pretend like you're an Oreo and you're like the chocolate sides, and the and the enemy is. I don't like where this is going. Filling. <laughs> creamy goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that everyone wants to lick. <laughs> so, you guys are uh, using all these cool lines and stuff, and I just, I just don't understand. Yeah, what are you saying, Kevin? Sorry. Tivit, okay, you're yeah. up. Okay. Tivit hops back over, attacks without advantage. Oh, left. Yeah, that's not going to hit. And yeah, we're just getting rid of all these low rolls now, so we have to deal with them yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Alexander, you're up. He twice. That's me. Hit chart. Uh, uh, advantage. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a four on the first one and then rolled again for advantage and got a three. It feels pretty bad. <laughs> I guess that's my turn. Pass. Oh Pass. Uh, <laughs> Pass. <laughs> okay, no so, uh, Duggan's up again. He is going to take a swing at the skeleton. And that's a 15, which will hit for three damage. And skeleton is still up. Next up is the skeleton, who is going to turn around and take a swing at Duggan. And that is a 12, which is going to miss. Next up, Juliet. All right. Let's see if I can kick this guy off balance and take a swing. Uh, not a natural 20, but a 20. Uh, that'll work. 11 slashing damage. All right. That will take that skeleton down. Splintered in bones. And you are Melts out. like a jello pop. You are out of combat. Easy peasy, lemon mix squeezy. I did it all. Perception <laughs> check, I looked through the room. Quick. Perception, not a performance check. There we uh, go. Correct. <laughs> I want to perform with the bones. Oh, man. I rolled a, a critical miss on my perception. He pokes with a his eye of 11. out. 
he got skeleton splinters in his eye. To look around the room. Okay, so uh, an eighteen is plenty good enough. Um, so you are rummaging around um, some of these crates and chest, and you're going to find one gold ring and one Ooh. silver necklace, and their total worth is probably about ten gold pieces. I would like to roll an Arcana check to check them for any magics. <laughs> Go for Delicious it. Magic. I assume that nice. I don't. Nice. <laughs> I've rolled three critical misses within the last uh, couple of rolls. It feels pretty bad, but it's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, go ahead. Get him out of the way now. Activate yeah. my Eldritch Sight to detect magic, um, which will glow subtly with magicness. Yeah, the uh, only thing magic in this room appears to be uh, you guys. A glow. A glowing <laughs> crossbow. All right. Do we want to fight skeletons every time we open a door or should yes. we push on okay the more skeletons, skeletons the more experience he wants to farm xp off skellies <laughs> are you saying it's a bad it's, idea i'm not saying it's a bad idea either just i'm gonna uh, knock, I'm I'm gonna to knock on this door i'd like to roll a perception check to see if i can see if there's any uh anything usable on them that we could possibly bring with us on the uh, skeletons Yes, like if they had to use some sort of like special material to animate them that might still be recoverable or some sort of uh, item that they might have been on hand. No, the only thing really that you're seeing is they have some uh, rusty short swords. Mm. Reasonable. That are junk. Yep, that's that sounds about right. I'm going to knock on this next door. Okay. So I, I knock I, on the door. I, I shake my head. It's polite. <laughs> I, move, I move two squares. Away. I move ten feet away from the door. Okay. Does anybody answer? No. Oh. Well, that's just rude. I'm gonna open the door then. <laughs> uh, the door uh, appears to be rude. locked. Well. Okay. Let's I, I, uh, I look at Tivit and I'm like, hey. Tivit does his thing. Oh. Twenty-one. Wow. Or he has advantage for some reason. I was kind of hoping for. I was kind of hoping for uh, Vito to just smash it down, but that's fine. I was gonna. I, I was hoping he'd fib it and be like, I can't eat it. I'm like, <laughs> so like the Kool-Aid man. So with the 21, uh, Tivit slides his uh, thief tool into this lock, and it's just one, almost like one fluid like motion. He just puts it in, turns it, and it pops right up open like oh, it was a key. Yeah. And then he Click licks clack. his tool sensually. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? Uh, the formatting again? Slash E. Slash space, e. Whatever. Slash E. So, uh, are you entering this room? Mm, yes. Opening the door, at least. Can we see anything inside before we actually? Oh, Th those look like old people that may or may not try and kill us. Let's shake them. <laughs> so you look in this room, and it appears to be some crates, and then two almost like mummified corpses. Uh, I'm gonna go look at, at that. the back of the room. Don't set the corpses on fire. Perception check. I'm gonna look real hard at it. That would be a eighteen. All right. So uh, it appears to be that uh, these two were either husband and wife or lovers or something because uh, they've been uh, put into a position where they're embracing each other. But uh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> also, what you're going to notice is there appears to be a vial uh, next to them. The uh, potion is uh, rose-hued, and it's effervescent. 
Uh, I would like to see if I can see it before he goes and tries to sniff it. I'm gonna sniff it. <laughs> Pass of eleven. Can I? Am I able to even see the potion? I mean, I mean, no, because he's Pass of eleven. No. I want to no. sniff it. Alexander, mummified testicles are. That is a twenty-one <laughs> for sniffing. Um, sniffing won't do you any good as far as like identifying potions. You would actually have to taste it. Uh, no, I was trying to stop him from sniffing so he doesn't inhale the fumes and actually <laughs> actually get the effects of the potion. Imagine it's a poison man. and he just like breathes in all the fumes from it. Does it's it have like, a whoops. label or anything on it? Or it does not. It is a oh. rose hued rose hued effervescent liquid. Mm. Huh. Uh, with a perception of twenty one, though. Um, you're also going to notice that there's like some the some of the bubbles appear to be heart shaped. Uh, that, go ahead, drink. I think it. it's a wealth potion. I'm gonna. I'm gonna t- <laughs> oh, really? <gasps> Swig. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> potion. <laughs> I'm back out of sight, so he doesn't fall in love just, with just me. Just close and lock the door, guys. <laughs> we'll keep going. Close it. What hey. happened? So you swig it. Just a smidge, just just enough a nip. Just all of it. You're just ta- you're, <laughs> so you're tasting it. Yeah. Okay. So when you taste it, uh, you uh, know that this potion is a filter of love. Oh. Its effects is the next time you see a creature within ten minutes after drinking this filter, you become charmed by that creature for one hour. If all the right. creature well- is of a species and gender that you are normally attracted to, you regard it as your true love. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the store and who do I see first? I put which my, person? I, I think what does Vito identify as <laughs> sexually active. That's what Vito identifies as. <laughs> Tivit, hold up your rat. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Vito falls in love with justice. <laughs> um, also in the room. Also in the room, you're going to find 30 gold pieces. All right, I'll take that. I'm going to open the store, and who do I see first? We didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fucking running down the hall. You guys, you didn't even know that's going on. Come on, guys. Yeah, Juliet is the only femme. So none of you, none of you except for Vito, knows that, you know, there's a potion there and what it is. I saw him swig the potion. I'm not trying to be near him. Well, he didn't swig it. He tasted it. Easy enough. All right, so what are we doing next? All right, let's uh, check out this door down here in the south. Passive. So you're saying your Vito's attracted to men. (laughs) I'm saying Vito's attracted to anything. Because he he just took a swig of a love potion. Well, it's only a charm if it's not someone you can love so we got a hallway in front of us may charm but like that that looks like a hallway guys so nobody checked this drawer for traps before they opened it right nope Uh, no no tivit did he rolled a perception check of 11 it was below his passive (laughs) passive 13 all right 13 so this is what you see all right so walk down a ways stepping out kindly I know the one who doesn't trust long, empty corridors. Yes. I'm just saying. You are the only one. Ah, okay. I see how it is. 
That's a lot of map. Hey, more mummies. So at the end of this hallway, you see a bunch of uh, desiccated corpses uh, stacked along the walls. Let's perceive this little corner. Damn. I got a critical fail on my perception. I got that 20. Almost nat 20. So with uh, that 20, you are going to find... (laughs) Various, uh, like small coins that uh, amount up to about 20 gold pieces in coppers and silvers and the such. We are going to get rich. Please add that to your totally nondescript bag. <laughs> yes. How much gold is it? 20. 20, so we're at 397. 20 um, currencies. I asked uh, Vito if he found anything else with that potion in there. You just look real good today. You know that. <laughs> By the way, did like was I able to see him find the gold or no? You kind of um, ran out the room. <laughs> yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> but Vito doesn't have pockets, does he? I thought he was like naked. Yeah, I think <laughs> he... a backpack. <laughs> so, so I you're am not going to tell anybody naked. about the yeah. gold you found. He's got a door of the explorer I don't pack. Need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you find the douchebag? There he is! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you... Um, so, Tivit would see that it, there uh, is a hall that goes to hallway. the west. Could you check the hallway for traps and let's push on? Yes, Tivit keeps up his perceptions. Ooh, 22. Run down the hallways. Easy, right. peasy, lemon, a mix squeezy. So... With that 22, you are going to notice there appears to be, on this wall to the north, there appears to be a seal on the wall um, where there appears to be words raised about a half inch from the surface that goes around in a circle around the circumference of this seal. And inside the middle of the seal seems to be some words that are indented into it. Um, It appears to be in a language uh, that's... uh, Half halfling and half can't, like ro- rogues can't. Can't. Oh. Yeah. That'd be an arcana check okay. or a history check for. So oh, where Tivit is this? Speaks. So it's on the wall or something. Can't. Does Tivit speak both? Uh, but he he didn't have no his uh, thing doesn't have anything about halfling on it. Gotcha. But he can uh, he can get the cantish portent. Port. Are you a rogue? Because I have a spell called comprehend language that I could read it with. Yeah. There you go. Trick. Uh, so where is it? It's on the north wall here, guys. Look, north wall. Smell it. Yeah, I will cast the bagpipe. The comprehend language spells. Comprehend language. So duration hour, one action. Um, for the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. You can also enter, uh, you can also understand any written language that you see. Okay. So you must be touching the surface on which the words are written. It takes about one minute to read one page of text. The spell doesn't decode secret messages in a text or glyphs such as an arcane sigil. This isn't part of a written language. That isn't part of a uh, written language. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go and use that. All right. So um, which part do you want to look at first? The the language in the, the raised language in the circle or the indented language in the middle? Uh, circle. Okay. It says... May Jarek the Entertainer, who found no peace in life, find respite in this tomb in the arms of the Raven Queen. And I'd also I'd like to read the next one as well. Okay. Inside the circle, it says, 
the maker has no need of it. His family has no need of it. Jericho uses it. We'll never know. Okay, That's would easy, I be guys. able to transcribe this in my language? Well, in like common. Uh, I mean, you would you would know what the translation the in, co- coffin, in common is. Coffin. Okay, <laughs> Can um, it's an intelligence set. I go ahead and recite what was written there in common, and I also make a make it a point to notate it as well. Hey, Kevin, would it be possible for you to just like copy and paste it into the chat? Yep, absolutely. Stand by. Thanks. Uh, let's make a new section of my notes. Um, note on the wall of the uh, creepy corridors. And I show it to the companions. Oh, little riddle. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Tibbet rolled an intelligence check. 15. Did he solve the riddle? Uh, <laughs> if you know what the solution is, you don't need a DC for it. Okay. Well, that's coffin. <laughs> okay. Something about the coffin. Bet there's money in there. Okay. <laughs> or, you know, a lich. Okay. So what, what do you uh, want to do with that information? To tell the others. Okay. Uh, would it be possible to reveal the, the fog warts that left from my light? Uh, sure. Thanks. More information is best information. Oh, man. Whoops. So Thanks. everybody give me... Everybody give me an intelligence check. Oh, great. I am partially intelligent. I am mediocrely intelligent. Seven. Seven again. I'm running. I'm pulling a blank. <laughs> what am I? What can I tell you? I'm nice just girl. <laughs> Vito. Ah, Vito, oh, yeah. Vito there keeps. It is. Oh, you, you guys know <laughs> yeah. the intelligence save is not the same as intelligence check. <laughs> yes. All relative. It's not. Well, then I'll just roll. Vito keeps giving me back rubs and stuff, and it's distracting me. I can't yeah, concentrate. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't roll re-roll their scores. So, oh, wait, I did roll an intelligence save. Uh, it's just because it's an intelligence check, not an intelligence save. Yeah, it's d20 plus 2. I mean, I'm pretty much just rolling a, a d20. It's just I have no bonus, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, wait, yeah, it was d20 plus 2, so it, it was practically the same. All right, so Tivit... Uh, thinks that the the riddle has something to do with this seal, and maybe uh, you have to manipulate this seal in some way. The, the the riddle, we have to manipulate the seal somehow. Easy so. enough. <laughs> Easy enough. It's got Easy something enough. to do with a coffin. coffin. All right, so. Best way to do it is to get it over with. Let's go. And, yes. <laughs> and you also know that, you know, there's the text of this works in two different ways. Some of the text is raised and then some of the text is indented. Yep. Time to press on those and see what the hell happens. Well, maybe we can spell out coffin with. <laughs> if we if we align the certain characters in this uh, whole note, we could spell coffin. I'm what a coincidence. Shit. No, there's no C. Oh, there it is in Jarek. Or peace. Yep. <laughs> but technically, it's not a C, since it's in a different language. But it's fine. <laughs> Press yeah, forward. Okay, Steal let's... the loot. Wait, we're not pushing on this. What do you mean? Uh oh, it's on the wall. I thought we yeah. were just going to the next room and then figuring Maybe that we can out. Take it off the wall. No, you. It's it's carved into the wall. I glance over to the smarter people to the right of me. Like, I have an you idea. Guys this if out. you guys want to figure me out, 
No, we don't want to hear you, Oliver. That's why we, oh, that's why right. we're here. Fucking care. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's you let's hear to... your suggestion first. Okay, you can take you know you can take a pencil and a piece of paper and you can lay it over the wall. You can scribble on it, and then it'll make an indent. It'll make the thing on it because it won't. Yes, it's a rubbing. Yeah. Did anyone bring paper or ink? Okay, the barbarian definitely didn't bring paper, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Diggle didn't have paper. Uh, no, I don't the Bard should have paper, shouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have paper. That's what I wrote the note on. So exactly. So you want to rub an impression of it? Yeah. Sure. Um, Any particular reason, though? So we can remember it. <laughs> okay, that works. Well, Shane took a note of it, but and we can do stuff with it. Maybe um, we can... um, why don't we let the only person who can read it try manipulating the letters? Because there has to be some reason that there's these indents and... Uh, I will feel across the thing to check which characters are indented to see if they form any type of word. While he's doing that, I'm going to go search well, the body. The ones on the Actually, outside are raised. The ones on the inside are indented. Raised and indented. Majeric, blah, blah, blah. Raven Queen is raised in the circle outside. The riddle on the inside is indent. I mean, does that mean it's just like... I feel like that's just a hint to show that it's like buried or something. Let's try spelling out the word maybe coffin uh, by pushing <laughs> on the letters. Can we push on letters, the raised letters? Do they move? Um, yeah, uh, which one are you pressing on? The the C in Jarek. C, uh, well, I mean, the, the words you could press it. You can't press on individual oh, characters. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so oh, tomb. I went ahead and uh, searched the uh, the mummies and whatnot. I got a sixteen to do that. Uh, you yeah, already searched those. Oh, Tivit pushes the word tomb. Okay, so as you push the word tomb, you feel the seal go into the wall, and then uh, you hear this click, and the right hand side of the door uh, pushes in slightly. Neat. Open the door. Mm. Oh, that's pretty neat. So it's pretty nifty, Morty. Yeah, so you found a uh, secret room. Go ahead and persuasion. Okay. Persuasion. <laughs> what? 13. Inside the tomb, you find a corpse of a halfling in a patchwork cloak. He is holding a silver flute, and, and across his lap is a wooden box that appears to be about a foot and a half long by about six inches wide. Uh, Is it magical? I am going Um, to stare frivolously at that flute. Um, (laughs) Is your uh, um, arcane eye still up? The thing that allows you to identify? It will last an hour. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know that um, the flute is magical. You also know that something inside of this box is magical. Let's, uh, I go ahead and tell the bard that he's using up all of his luck for the day. He's got a magical flute. It could be cursed, though. Blow into My it. My eyes light up. Blow his magic flute. Are you, to, are you able to <laughs> actually decipher what kind of magic it is or just that it's magical? I think that would require an arcana. Exceptionally arcanic, but I'm gonna try for an eleven. Uh you rolled one of these is not I got a sixteen. 
<laughs> on what? <laughs> on the Arcana chat. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, he's created in some Frankenstein laboratory. He saw some crazy shit. Yeah. He is inherently slightly magical. Magical dude. I don't know if you can determine magicalness from a non-magic user. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's true. I think it takes uh, I'm a partial user. magic user, so I... Let's see if I can roll an Arcana check. Come on, Fibbit. Oh, 17. One more than me. Uh, you would know with a 17. Hold on just a second. You would know that the magic emanating off of this flute is a is enchantment magic. Enchantment. So, am I able to like decipher any sort of like um, properties of the magic, or just as an enchantment? Uh, not without a short rest. That would take time. Hold on to it. Okay. okay. So just fall asleep with it in your hands. Polish the flute. I you will polish the flute. Come on, polish the I'll flute. I'll grab the flute, put it into my my pack. I oh, bet you grab it. Surprise! Open the box with his sword. Open the box. Are you gonna put it in your prison wallet? <laughs> All right. pipes. <laughs> so, uh, who's opening the box? Tibbet with okay. his sword. <laughs> so you open up the box, and inside uh, there appears to be a uh, ornate dagger. Dagger. Sweet. I'm down to stabbing. May I, I take the dagger? Stuff. No. Oh, it, also, it appears to be magical. Who wants to uh, oh, try and take? I didn't. Uh, Does it look like it's in any way related to the Raven Queen uh, bird feathers or something birdie? Um, no, you would think that it probably. Uh, d- you know where you found it was with uh, this Jarek, the entertainer, the bard. So you think it's probably his? If gotcha. it's magical in some way, that's probably magical less than. But uh, it's not being combat related. If it's not, if it's magical, magical, not magical combat, then I'd probably know from my twenty arcane. Yeah, and I got fourteen. You would know that the magic emanating off of this appears to be enchantment magic as well. But there is also something else coming from it that seems pretty powerful, but you don't have any idea of what it is. I'm going to go ahead and tuck that into my belt, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's touching it? That would be... I'm, I'm an auntie. Okay. So, uh... Grabs a cursed dagger. Everybody, <laughs> uh, deafen except for, uh, a monotee. Jesus Christ. Oh. Thank you. Okay. It looks okay. like they're all muffed. So, as soon as you touch this dagger, you hear in your head, Gravel! 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 Oh, cool. Gravel! Gravel! And it just keeps repeating the word grovel over and over inside your head. Okay. Now, will I need to make a constitution or a wisdom or a charisma check? Um, I will have you make a, uh, make me a, uh, wisdom check. Roll a 13. That, that was just enough for, for you not to like flinch and recoil. You have enough wisdom to know that, you know, there's, this appears to be mildly intelligent, if not just like base intelligence. Okay. I think. That's something I'll want to keep, but keep at arm's length, too. I want to explore that during my next rest. Okay, are you going to tell the rest of the party about it? Oh, heck no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will tell everybody to come back. Oh, and, um, well, we'll get to, when we get to uh, short rest, I'll tell you. 
So, uh, what do you want to do now? Cool stuff. Let's head to the west. We're on the hallway. There's another room full of mummies. Delicious. Perception checks all around, boys. I rolled a ten. I rolled a check here. May I have another? Let me. Tendencies into the past. I see into (laughs) the future. All right. So this is what you can see from where you are. So this is a loop. Okay. I mean, you you can kind of tell that. Looks like there's lots of junk in the way. Is that actually there, or is that just... Um, Over here, um, so over in this area, these appear to be more piled-up corpses. Uh, These over here um, appear to not have been here that long. Fresh meat. Um, Give me a perception check. Sure. Um, Again? I'm down to do it again. You know, I, I roll pretty poorly, except for when it matters, like, now. I roll 16. <laughs> 13, 13 plus 1, 14. 18. All right, so Tivit, uh, Vito, and Alexander. Um, That's me. You are looking through this room, and you see some uh, um, stuff that appears to be po- kind of piled over um, in the, uh, the south portion. I'm going to ping it right here and uh, it looks to be like uh, the seams of the walls uh, don't line up push I'm gonna push it push it I'm going to do a light kick on the wall alright so you do a light kick on the wall and it appears to be like uh, um, some really thin wood and it's uh, old And uh, you just, your foot just goes right through it. <laughs> just, just right through the window. Reno 911. We pull Alexander back out of the wall. <laughs> I mean, it's just my foot that went through. I just walked up to it. I saw it. I was like, man, these lines don't really add up now, do they? Tap. I'm like, <laughs> his whole thigh is just like, like he's like, guys, push on through. Push on through to the other side. Push in uh, and perception. All right, so in, uh, you uh, you kick through this, and then you're going to walk down a short flight of stairs, and the uh, the pitted stone um, extends down to the steps, but uh, down below here it appears to be earth, and it, it's really foul smelling down here, like really old, you know, dirt and decay. Um. In front of you, uh, in front of uh, Vito, right here, you are going to see the uh, skeleton of what appears to be either a human or a half-elf in um, half-plate armor. And uh, the uh, and beside him, uh, his uh, hand, it appears to be a halberd that uh, I gotta- he dropped. Uh, you look at. Give me a uh, uh, perception check on the uh, the corpse. Unnatural okay. twenty. Rolling for the corpse. Mm. I got Five. One. Awesome. I love Shane's rolls. They make me happy. <laughs> it happens. I think you got a virus or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. And then we go to fight Ruin, the evil dragon, and all he gets is nat 20s. The entire- yeah, yeah, saving him up. So, guys, <laughs> um, you uh, look at this uh, corpse, and it appears to, that it's been down here like a really long time. Um, there's not even like desiccated flesh on the 
the bones anymore. It's uh, skeletal. And uh, it appears that there is a hole uh, running all the way through the front to the back of the uh, full plate. Something's oh, <laughs> or not the full plate, the half plate. And uh, it, it appears to be really rusty and pitted, and probably the, the armor's not usable. What about the hey, Vito, you want to go run through here real quick? Let me stick my hand in this dead corpse that's been here for probably at least 100 days. So, uh, a monity, uh, if your um, magic detection's still up, you will see that there is magic coming off of this halberd. Ooh. Juliet? Dive. <laughs> halberd is enticing. It's magical. Check it out. I pick it up. <laughs> I'm I'll definitely it. take that. I'm holding it. It looks like hands. it's got a story behind it, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. See if I can decipher what torp what type of magic is attached to it. Oh, what is this dead man doing to me? What the uh, um Apparently <laughs> instead of stepping over the corpse, I got a whole seven under it. <laughs> inside of the corpse, you see. He's thinking outside. Three sevens, we hit the jackpot. Yeah, you, you don't, <laughs> I even, you don't me, really I know anything about it, but uh uh Juliet give me a arcana check. You stole my twenty, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> what do I know, huh? The Frankenstein monster rolls high again. <laughs> and knows his magic. I'm the Aryan. Knows race. his weapons. <laughs> um. So yeah, you don't you don't um know what kind of magic's coming off this. You're probably going to have to take a, a short rest with it. What about me? You're not what a magic you? user, man. Come on, that 20? But what the hell uh, do you mean? You're just a guy with huge weapons. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, that berserker with the huge weapon over there takes You're a three-year-old dog man with a temper. You, you if you're done looking at his crotch. <laughs> you, have no arc, you have no arcane intelligence. You don't... You're, oh, okay, you guys are all one to talk first. <laughs> hey, Tivit knows his limitations. Bards are, uh, bards are pretty much magicians. The magic users uh, to the magic leave the little boys to Tivit. What? Uh, <laughs> oh <okay>. wow! <laughs> Edit it out! Hurry, Kevin! They're coming! <laughs> All right. Oh so goodness. you look up this hallway to the north, and it appears to be some more dirt. Okay. Dirt. Wow! I'm a big fan of dirt. I can get and walk on down the hall. All right. <laughs> so my name is Joe Dirt. As uh, there's a hole there. What's up with that? As Alexander's uh, light. Um, starts filtering into this room you see zombie zombie. zombie six so you see two zombies they're dabbing oh wait <laughs> yeah. zombie five and six where's zombie one through four? Oh my probably God. in one of the rooms we didn't go into are probably. in this hole most likely in this hole all okay. right so roll initiative 20 damn really? show me potato salad Hey, I'll take that. Nice. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you have a. Ch I don't think you have a choice, Monty. Thirteen. <laughs> I just got thirteen. Oh man, 25. that zombie rolled pretty good. Holy fuck! Zombies hey, on point. Yeah, hey, Kevin, I got a question. What's that? So whenever I I dim like once or twice, like I'm not saying any expert, but whenever I was doing, I think I was doing for Pathfinder, and the way I had it set up for enemies is that like for groups of enemies they would like clump up the uh initiatives into the same one so is it different for 5e or is it like is it just the way you like to do it, it? it's the way that i like to do it that's dm specific okay. that way yeah i don't want it to be like okay 
everybody on on the PC side take all your turns, and then everybody on the zombie side take all your turns because in a real battle it wouldn't work that way. You know? Got it. Unless you're going yeah. Civil War and stuff like that. Understandable. Have a nice day. All right. So first up is Zombie Six is going to move into the hallway and attack Tivit. Hot with a slam. Zombie Damn. slam for 16. That will beat your AC and you will take six points of damage. Rip. Come he is on, teaching you how to Dougie. <laughs> he does look like he's straight up dancing. Next up is Alexander. That's me. Um, I'm going to move about like right here. Use my bonus action to take out my crossbow. Uh, do I want to take out my crossbow? Get him, Skeeter. <laughs> I'm just going to be a man and try and slash him. Oh, this will go well. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I will pa- I have uh, nothing be- better to do with my turn, and I will pass. Oh my god. <laughs> Tibbet. Alright, Tibbet is going to come up here and attack Zombie 6 with advantage. Okay, so 14. Uh, that will hit. Okay, uh, so he does 5 on the regular, 1 more damage for the sneak. Total of six, and then his offhand attack, 18. That'll hit. And he does five more damage. So that's a total of 11. Is that a total of 11 damage? Yep. I believe I'm next. All right, zombie number five. About me. Zombie 5-0, you got it. Why does the veto is all the way down at the bottom for some reason? Yeah, I ask questions. It shows you're four... Yeah, it is. You must have rolled initiative after you put everyone in order. Okay. Okay, so Vito, you're up. I'm gonna try and smash this guy's head in with my Warhammer, so... Boop! That is an unnatural 20. That will hit. Uh, and I deal <laughs> 7 damage. Alright. Pretty sure it's what? blunt. It is blunt. Next it's up blunt. now is zombie number 5. That is going to attack Tivit. Oh, wow. With a zombie slam, that's a nine. Come on, a slam. He he goes to, to he he comes out of his dab position for the for the, <laughs> yeah. the slam, and just misses you. He was like, yeah. "You will be welcome to the jam." <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, I'll just move up to threaten both of them. That's uh, why not. And you want to move one more to get advantage? Yeah, you uh, step around between mushroom? the two. Then you'll be flanked. Oh, yeah, you were flanked. pretty far away, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, that was my limit of move. And, a little reasonable. Uh, I disagree. Let's attack zombie number six. Are you assuming my move speed? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Shane. <laughs> Let's go to the regular halberd. Uh, 23 to hit. Wow. Um, yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, that'd be seven slashing damage. To which zombie? Uh, number six. Number six. Yeah. All right. Next up, a monity. Okay. Is it a monity or amaniti? I like however you want to pronounce it. I Amon-titty. made it up. I want to call him all amanitti. <laughs> this will be like the uh, Han versus Han in the uh, the Star Wars trilogy. All that's not family friendly. Amanity is good enough for okay. now. I think. Amanitti. I will. Um, Use my Eldritch Blast on zombie number 
six, I believe. I, the closer of the two. Yep. Name is a little hidden for me at this moment. And I will. I think I. I will not try to push him back. I will just do a regular uh, Eldritch Blast at him. Rolling a seven, which is not oh, two plus five for seven. That was a lot of build up for strategy. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should put that on the backside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I will next time. Just get my disappointment up front. All next. right. Yeah, to see what I do, just roll, miss, and then pass your turn. Yeah. So, <laughs> zombie number six is going to attack Vito with a zombie slam. Come at me, bro. That's eleven. Zombie That's going to miss. Slam. Yeah. Alexander. That's me. Shields for the win. Uh, let's try. I got advantage, so I get two tries to hit this time. Let's try oh, and hit him. I got a 17. I feel like that one hits. Yep, that hits. No, no crit on the second one. Uh, I roll zero damage. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. I get a minus. Yeah. Are you, you gently caress the zombie with your longsword? Did you just lick the side of his head? What happened? Yeah, so I. So what happened is that I was swinging it, and like midway through the swing, I, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna hit him with the the blunden or something." And then like I turned the blade, and it just like slightly caressed him with the metal part on the side. And no slicing happen. So it's pretty continue bad. You dabbing. Yeah, <laughs> roll the D8 and have a minus one modifier. <laughs> I think the zombie actually gets temporary hit points out of that. <laughs> really? I'll roll that one. <laughs> I'll pass the turn, I guess. Tim it. <laughs> All right. What a what an exciting oh time God. to be born. <laughs> uh, you get it to twenty-one. All right. He uh, does eight damage. Plus one more on the sneak for nine. <laughs> the zombie's still up. Uh, you said you did nine on which one? Yeah, on zombie six. Uh, zombie six that uh, takes it out. Okay, so his offhand attack uh, is on zombie five. Oh, is that zombie dead? Twenty-two to that, hit zombie five. That hits. And does four damage. All right. Next up, Vito. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do a charge attack. How does that work? Uh, I don't think charge attacks a thing in uh, anymore. I don't think so either. What do you mean really? charging? Yeah. If you move ten feet, you can forego your attack and turn it into a, either a push to make him prone or a push to push him back five, gonna... ten feet, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't work like fourth edition where it used to get like a plus one if you charged. Yeah, attack. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right, yeah, well, and I, I looked it up, and uh, there is no damage minimum, so you can do zero damage with an attack. That's uh, <laughs> unnatural 21. Uh, that's a hit. 21. 21. You know it. Blackjack. Hey, 11 oh, damage. Salad. Ooh. Nice. So what's it look potato. like when you uh, destroy this zombie? All right, so I'm literally going to, like, come down, and I come down a little too hard. And it just kind of caves in his skull and splatters all all three of us, which is zombie brain gunk, and it's in some of our mouths. And we're just like, oh shit! That's the spray. <laughs> Better than uh, no dead zombie. So as you take that last zombie down, you see uh, more zombies. More zombies. Zombies uh, heard what you were doing, and they start moving down the hall. So oh, oh, like that. Oh. Trouble. How much more? So oh, I found the other zombies, guys. Oh, uh, did you? Did you, Shane? Did you? I did. Behind I the did three right, large right people? They're right there. I see them. 
<laughs> You're just like, yeah. do, do you see him? <laughs> and the and their transition of them like showing up. Can I switch to my long? I mean, my crossbow. Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna set up my shield as like a wall almost. It's like a bonus action to reload my thing, right? Uh, I believe crossbow. so. Your okay. crossbow, yeah. You don't have to yeah. take a, a an action to do that. Uh, so it. first up, Zombie Two. Zombie Two is going to take a swing at Tivit with a slam. That is a seven. That's going to miss. Mm-hmm. Zombie Number One is going to go one, two, three, four, five, and take a swing at Vito. Slam that is an 18. Ouch. Rip. So the, you'll take five points of damage. It's pretty bad. Next up is Alexander. That's me. I am learning Woo, my lesson. What was that? Zero damage swing. I don't know. Uh, that was very loud. I feel like it was on not my side. Is somebody like playing basketball and their sneakers? Just, or yes, I am. I am on the court right now. I'm practicing my layups. <laughs> I'm trying to get my hands right. <laughs> trying to get my basketball game on point uh i am going to switch with my crossbow and i am going to shoot at numero foro wow how spanish of you what the hell <laughs> i got a numero foro nice uh damage eight and then i roll just another thing of damage uh you roll yeah. uh yeah you'll roll your damage twice just the 1d6 uh, and then you yeah. only add the plus two the one time yeah so that's 12 overall, and I get a thing, so slash roll. Yeah, so roll do you 20. Five. Five. Uh, let's see. Sweep the leg. Target falls prone. No effect if target is already prone or immobilized. That, that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So that's that nice is... Uh, how much damage did you do total? 12. 12. 12 overall. Okay. And that was on zombie 2? Zombie, uh, the one in front of Vito. Okay. So that's 12 damage. Yeah. And let me. That's put, pretty good. Let me put another one like, here. It's like, let me whip this out. Mbop. Mbop. Do I fly back a square from the force, or does it just, like, happen? <laughs> do you? I do. Just pop. Just so much force that it pushes me back a couple feet. That's cool. It's <sighs> like, what the fuck? This works. All right, Tivit, you're up. All right, Tivit's going to attack the zombie in front of him with a 20. Uh, that'll hit. Okay, so that's five damage, and sneak attack is five more for a total of 10. Okay. Then his offhand attack, same zombie, 13. That will hit. Okay, and he does one more damage. Vito. I'm going to smash the one that is, I think, prone? The one yes, in front yes. of you? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hit him. Does he get advantage or anything? I can't. Yeah, you get advantage. I do. Yeah, since he's prone. Well, there you go. (laughs) Thank God for advantage. I mean, the first one was. Oh, that's the wrong thing. It's not the wrong thing. Hey, another eleven. So that's eleven points of damage. Uh huh. All right. You uh, smash the zombie's brains in. Nice. Brain goop on our heads and whatnot. So zombie number four is going to take a run at Vito. Bring it! And do a zombie slam. That's 11, that's going to miss. Does he trip over the bodies? I'm curious. Should that be considered a graveyard smash? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! He beat me to it, I was like... (sighs) 
That's that's pretty good. That's solid. <laughs> solid. 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 It's so, like one hit in every four or so, but I try. Zombie three is going to move down in front of Juliet and do a zombie slam. That you is a ten. That's going to uh, miss. Miss a hundred. Miss all the jokes that you don't take. Yeah, I think a hundred percent of all the jokes you don't take, nobody laughs at. Yeah. <laughs> Juliet, you're up. All right, I'm going to take a stab at this zombie directly in front of me. I'm willing to bet a ten. Oh, yeah, ten mm. does not hit. Uh, ten will hit. What? All right, I'll take They're it. They're naked, so with zombies. Eight damage. <laughs> uh, eight uh, piercing damage. Yeah, they don't they don't have much armor class, but they've got a pretty considerable amount of hit points. Plus, they don't run away. <laughs> yeah, Amanita, you're up. All right. Speaking of things that miss, that's me. And Duggan actually never actually rolled into this match. I, I know. I, I forgot to add him to the order. He's actually right behind you now. Okay. Um, I'm going to step forward so that I can shoot at a zombie number right in front of Tibbet, who I think was already wounded. Yes. I'm going to Eldritch Blast at him. 11 for one point of force damage. <laughs> Have a nice day. It's like you poked him in the eye. <sighs> And I'm I'm end of turn. All right. Oh. Duggan is going to go one, two, three, four, five, and what it is turn out here because he can't do anything else. Uh, zombie two. So he's going to take a slam at you. That's a fourteen. Does that hit your AC? Yep. Does. Uh, for four damage. Next up, Alexander. Let's. Zombie number four is in the prone. I hey, think. Hey Shane, can I ask you something? Yes. Uh, when you fired into the fog war, did you missed? What? <laughs> that that doesn't work. I appreciate, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I, I'll give an E for effort on that one. But uh, that's a solid two out of ten, sir. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Thanks for trying out. Come on, that ones, that ones. That's what we. Big that money, doesn't. big money. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna try and hit for zombie three. Okay. Let's see. Show me. Potato salad. 16. That's a hit. Damn it. Piece to shit. And then for damage, I'm rolling eight. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Damage rolls are going off the charts. Yeah, because I got two maxes in a row. Tivit. We have charts. All right. <laughs> if you look at my graphs. Uh, Tivit is attacking <laughs> the one in front of him. You can't die with Navy Seal. Moneyball this game. Baller. That's a miss. Uh, offhand attack for the one in front of it. Oh, that's a hit. Ha, mm. ah, for a total of three damage. What a hero. And this one's going down hard. And we're whittling away at it. I like it. Shane's taking all the good rules this fight. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, I'm rolling <laughs> good whenever it matters. <sighs> all right, you. Rolling bad when it doesn't. I'm going to try and do something intelligent. That's an eight. Gotta, that's going to miss. Oh. Zombie 4 is going to take swing at Vito. With a slam, and that's a nine. That's going to miss. Zombie three is going to take a hit at Juliet. That is a critical miss. Ooh. So let's roll the table. That's a Does he break his off. arm? Come on, break his arm. Um, break his arm. The uh, zombie will now take disadvantage on attacks, saves, and skill checks. Wisdom save DC 10 ends. He. He. Me, uh, I want to put an effect like on here. Alright. Uh, next up, Juliet. Fantastic. I will take a swing at the one in front of me. It's as purple and as black as his skin. 
22 to hit for yeah. 11 piercing damage. Nice. That will take that zombie out. Next Fantastic. Uh, Monty. All right, I'm going to shoot at zombie number two, please. Shooting for 17 and two points of force damage. Two points of disappointment. and pinged and pinged and it is not going down. This is what fine. Is that uh, zombie. Zombie like four him. or the one on the right? Z- uh, the zombie one on the right, two. zombie two. Yeah. So no Duggan really is going to move over here to the left of, uh, in front of uh, Juliet and take a swing with his mace. And that's an 11 that's going to miss. Zombie 2 is going to take a swing at Tivit. That is a crit for uh, 9 damage. And then I want to roll the crit table. Uh, you were... <clears throat> so this zombie uh, just like takes both arms and just slams you down like uh, on either like on your shoulders with uh, its fist. And uh, you're going to fall prone. Well, Tivit's unconscious now, so... Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> All Thanks for the warning. Don't worry, I got 10 feet reach. I can end your life real quick. Can you get bitten <laughs> by the zombies and then we got to, like, yell at Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I cut his arm off. <laughs> oh, where's Tivit? Tivit's in the house. Tivit's not in the house. <laughs> Alexander, you're up. That's me. Uh, bop. Uh, no, I'm not even going to move. I'm going to shoot at uh, zombie four. 17. Hey, 17, that hits. Hit me in the back of the head. Well. All right, uh, Tivit, uh, give me a Still death saving throw. Dead. God damn. Death save. Oh, that's your first <laughs> failure. Rip. Mm-hmm. What happens if he dies? What then? He makes yeah. a new guy. <laughs> we loot his corpse. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Vito, you're up. I'm going to smash the zombie foe. Bro, if we kill these guys pretty enough, I can just... Uh, 22! I can save them. That's a hit. Damage. Damn! Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. How do you guys keep doing this? Okay, I okay. I, I re-rolled it just to Hex. make sure it wasn't a bug. <laughs> I got a 6 that time. Alright, we're fine. All 11 right. on zombie 4. Alright, zombie 4 didn't like that, so he is going to swing at you. How is he? Come not- at me, you dabbing little bastard. Is he a super <laughs> zombie or something? Nope. Like He's taking like 20, like 30 damage so far. That's I mean, they are kind of like what some might, people might call meat bags. But the other <laughs> one almost like died in like two turns. Maybe. Right, like because you did a whole bunch of hits. damage to him. This one, you've just been like pinging away with like one point, two points, three points. <laughs> No, I, I had the middle That's one. Zombie two, zombie yeah. four is taking at least twenty two. Yeah, yeah, zombie four is the one in the middle that I hit. All right, Juliet, you're up. All right, fantastic. I'm going to risk a an attack opportunity as I move down into the right. All right, it's going to take a swing at you. That is an eight. That's a miss. All right, cool. I'm going to oh. do a grapple check on Tivit, who automatically fails because he's unconscious. Right. Pull him back ten feet. Wouldn't he have to make? Wouldn't you have to make a strength check? I mean, it's opposed by his athletics or acrobatics, which he can't do either of. Yeah, but he still like weighs stuff. Yeah, he's nah. dead weight. Yeah, <laughs> give me. Yeah, give me an athletics right. check. He's, It'll be a low check. She's a warrior. <laughs> I'm a warrior. Oh yeah, you're fine. That's an eighteen. 
<laughs> All right, perfect. I'm with him, safely out of danger, more or less. I'm going to use the remainder of my movement to... How interesting that the barbarian the only one to zombie left, left st standing, holding the line. And that's me. That's it. Okay, Monty. I shoot. I shoot at number two. And shoot I got a, a crit one. Crit wow. Fail. All right, roll me a 20. Uh, yep, I'm rolling at 20, guys. <laughs> I'm rolling. Right. Oh, I'm rolling. Yeah, man. And, and 11. Oh, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> God damn. What if, what if... You hurt yourself with the attack for 1d8 damage. This cannot take How the attacker below zero hit points. How do I do that? How do you do that with a spell? It's called muscle spasms, and then yeah, you shot yourself up, in the. Dude. And um, I take five points of damage. Your demonic lord is angry with you. Mm -hmm. yeah. You try and fire, and it just backfires. It just doesn't happen. That's funny. It's the only damage Amonite's taken in the past six episodes <laughs> is from himself. <laughs> Evil little bastard. Whereas I think Tibbet has fallen unconscious in each one of the last six episodes. <laughs> I, blame, I blame you trying to get all, all in there. Okay, so Duggett's up. He sees that uh, uh, Tibbet's been hurt, and Juliet's dragged him off. So he loses his senses and is going to run to Tivit. And in the process, he is going to take an opportunity attack. And uh, <laughs> that's a nine. That's my gonna my dad, dude. <laughs> Suicide. That's my dad. So he runs over here, and he is going to do a hill check on you. Wouldn't he have a healer's kit on him? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. He just critted it. So, um, he healed the fuck out of him. Yeah. So you will be able to get... You have one hit point, and you will be able to get up next round. All right. Zombie 2 is going to attack Juliet with a zombie slam. And Ouch. that is a miss. Alexander. That's me. I'm going to go uh, bop and then try and shoot the number four. I hit. Yep, that's a hit. Four damage. <laughs> Four damage? That will take yep. that zombie out. Yep. So what's it look like when you kill the zombie? Uh, you know in the Matrix whenever uh, What's-Her-Name does the throwing knife? And the guy just like, ah! Those are great descriptions. I don't know any of what. Okay, so there's a scene in the Matrix where she throws a throwing knife at one of the army guys that she's fighting. Oh, and right. Yeah, and it goes like right through her head right through the guy's head and he like turns around and just falls over dead it's like that but with an arrow the lobby fight <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so uh tivet uh your turn you are conscious this is move to stand up uh bonus. that'll take half your movement he uses his bonus to pull out his longbow and attacks zombie two. Oh, that's a hit to be honest i'm not sure why you weren't what? using your longbow before <laughs> because he has feels like because he Cause does massive damage with those two short swords. <laughs> <laughs> He's a glass cannon. He goes in, he kills like five little boys, and then just dies. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, so did six da or ten damage. On ten the, damage. That will kill this. Our bard sing a story. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Tivit boy bane. Boy bane. Boys Lair. <laughs> Toddler. The terror of toddlers. Tickler. <laughs> that's oh, that's not. Yeah. He barely does any damage. That's why I said it. Because <laughs> he couldn't. I, he took out one, and then he got pelted by children. <laughs> well, I took down two of the children before they finally knocked me unconscious. 
I feel like they were using lead. Okay. Back on task. Yeah, after this fight's over, I'm like, hey guys, check this out. I take out the magical flute and uh, attempt to play it. Uh, that's oh, what boy. you're doing? Do his yes. eyes go black? Um, <laughs> uh, let's roll so, performance. Yeah, go ahead and roll a performance. Uh, I feel... I don't really have a reason. That's a nine. So Do we all uh, start following him. So you actually you play you play better than uh, you would think for uh, what you're you're playing, and that may just be people's perceptions. Um, but uh, you play a little bit better than that uh, that nine that you rolled, and the the tone is is really sweet, and you know you it almost has like a like a, a wah wah effect. So, nice. reverb. Give yeah. people some uh, bardic inspirations. Not really. Uh, that's not a thing. All right. Shoe so, gazes. Shoe gazes. <laughs> shoe gazer. All right. So, um, let's. I'm uh, a warlock. If anybody's a shoe gazer, it's a warlock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, look Tim at this. Going to go ahead and spend a uh, hit die. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to spin the hit dies? Yep. Yep. I will I'll be. I'm fine. I didn't get hit. I am a genius. So I think this would probably be a good opportunity, um, since we're going to be uh, ending it here soon, to uh, go ahead and take a short rest mm-hmm. for everyone. And that's, uh, that's how I roll. <laughs> that's how it. <sighs> so if we are going to take a short rest, uh, you can. Uh, Let's uh, do quick. Uh, do the room real quick. Let's search that out and finish that. I got so an can... eleven on my perception check. Loot the corpses, you know. Settle in. <laughs> I want to sleep in this dirt pile over corpses. here. How's your dirt pile, Shane? It's pretty cute. <laughs> it's pretty rummagey. <laughs> do I see anything going to this place? Does yours have glass in it? <laughs> Man, your pile has more glass than mine does. <laughs> so, uh, you walk into this room up here, and uh, let's see. Alexander, you had a perception 18. of 18. That's okay. what I have. So, uh, in this room, you're going to find um, some... Uh, um, like, old like uh, jewelry that... Um, may or uh it doesn't appear to be gold and it doesn't appear to be silver but uh you think there may be some like uh like i guess like some value to this you know to a collector you know it, it doesn't look like it's especially on on face value to uh you know to be worth anything but uh, it looks really ancient and probably if you found the the right person to uh, take a look at it it might be worth something to them you just have to sell it really well. You gotta get, you gotta have a good pitch. Why do I gotta sell it? Because I money. What do you care about money? I'm the one that's holding it all. I, I don't am have the bank. I don't have any clothes, sir. <laughs> you didn't ask for any. He wants to look nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to look. You didn't standard. ask for it. You're not gonna get it. All right. So, uh, are we gonna take a short rest so we? Uh, I can yeah. tell you what these uh, these magical items do. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. So, uh, well, I mean, a short rest is like an hour. Yeah. All right. Polish your dagger. Polish your flute. Hey, don't say that. You can't do that here. All right. Polish my flute. <laughs> so, um, who? Alexander has the flute. Yes. That gives you a plus two to performance checks. 
uh, you get a bonus first level spell slot a day. Whoa. And Whoa. you can cast heroism once per day. Can you uh, put that in the thing tonight? Uh, yes. Okay, and is that a level one spell, or is it just a uh, an item-specific one? It's a uh, item-specific. Got it. Okay, so let's go to my character sheet thing. Spells. Uh, it's a level one. Well, no, it, it's tied to the item, so I can just put it in my notes. First level spell slot, plus your performance. Plus you can cast heroism once per day. Yeah, what does heroism do? Makes people like you, even though you're just as big a bully as the people from Slytherin. You're immune to fighting status, and you gain temporary hit points equal to your ability modifier for spell casting. When the spell ends, the target loses any temporary hit points for the spell. Okay, could you, like, copy-paste that into the chat? Yeah, absolutely. Cool, I'm gonna Duration go is one minute. Alright, uh, so next item. Uh, the Ornate Dagger. That's me. Once per short rest, when you crit with this weapon, it casts command on its target with the with the word grovel. DC 12 wisdom save. Nice. <laughs> nice. I will try to make use of that. On a crit. On a crit. I should probably put this into the item section. And uh, what level was the command? Uh, DC 12. All right. Next up, uh, Juliet, your halberd. Yes, sir. Roll me a D4. Ooh, nice. So this is called the Bane Halberd. It contains uh, three charges of the Bane spell, first level. Up to three creatures of your choice that you can see within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target uh, fails this saving throw, makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a D4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it basically hey, casts the Bane spell. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. Yep. I would like to spend this uh, short rest that we're taking in between our sessions to uh, try and work towards proficiency in using the flute. Because I don't have proficiency in the flute. No, oh, I mean? you don't? So, like, if I... So I want to practice during this time so I can... Uh, since I, I have proficiency in the lute, the viol, and the bagpipes... Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm uh, an experienced enough musician as a character to be able to actually work towards a certain proficiency with the flute for yeah, regular mean, use. I'll, I'll totally let you switch one of those out. Yeah, but what do you think? I really like my bagpipes. I don't. I don't want to lose my bagpipes. Plus, you don't want it. You don't want your token to be a flute. Yes, I'd rather <laughs> have my bagpipes. I'll trade out the loot. All right. For. Leaf. I'll trade out the uh, yeah the loot for the flute. For the flutes. Shane's character is like flute. a Pokemon. He can just forget things when you tell him to. <laughs> oh, and uh, I, I may have missed this in the room where you found the body of the halfling. There was fifty gold pieces in there as well in uh, jewels. We're now okay. four hundred forty-seven gold with Vito being in possession of twenty. Uh, me personally being in possession of thirty gold. 30 gold pieces worth of gems and 20 gold uh, in my bag that you guys don't know I have. And we have that jewelry that needs to be appraised in terms of our finances. One more thing. With the Halberd's Bane spell, what modifier is for the DC? So the the DC on that is going to be 12. 
And that's where we're going to end the episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. A lot of people say this, but we really do want to hear from you. Are we shinier than a platinum piece? We're stankier than a cobalt's loincloth. Let us know what you liked and didn't like. Everything helps this make a better podcast for you. Got an idea for monsters, items, and commercials? Let us know about it. You might hear it in the show. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. We also have a website where you can learn more about the characters, lore, and maps of this world. You'll also find articles about Dungeons and Dragons and a whole lot more. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. Do you think the government of Luskane is spying on you and you don't have a social media account? Then email us at dungeondebacle at gmail.com. You can also check out the theme song and all the commercials you heard on the podcast on our YouTube account. Just search Dungeons & Debacles Podcast. New episodes come out every Sunday, so check your podcast app. And now a word from this week's sponsor. Are annoying adventurers stealing your treasure and slaying ye hard on magical beasties? An expertly crafted dungeon may just be what ye need. Hell, I'm Brog Stoneshield Jr. of Stoneshield and Sons Dungeon Contractors. When me pal started this business, he had but one philosophy. Help people protect what they worked so hard to get. We have free in-tower consultations to design a lair just for ye needs. Our expert Raven Stonesmiths will help you build a dungeon of your dreams, and we can work with any budget. Spike traps, we got them. Flame pillars, no problem. Bottomless pits, we're the best in the business. Do you already have a dungeon and want to upgrade? We can help make it even more secure. With a combined 600 years of experience, there's no dungeon too big or too small. We do them all. Just contact Stone Shield and Sons Dungeon Contractors for all your dungeon needs.